the 2019 Lovewell season of new works has finally arrived. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. It's June, Lovewell community, which means the 2019 Lovewell season of new works has officially begun. This season is extra special because it also happens to be Lovewell's 30th year as an organization. Tonight we've got a special episode that doesn't really fall into any of our categories, because tonight's episode is all about prepping you, the listener, for the 2019 summer. We'll cover everything from the days leading up to the start of a Lovewell workshop to how you can watch all 15 shows this summer. Everything that you're going to need to know is right here. We're going to be joined this evening by a former guest on Listen Well, Kimmy Johnson, who sat down with me for a conversation that sent our hype levels through the roof. We hope it'll do the same for you. Now, please make sure your seatbelts are fastened because otherwise this conversation will knock you right on the floor. Let's head to Lovewell HQ for our 2019 Lovewell season of New Works preview. All right, let's get to it. I'm here with... Kimmy Johnson. Uh, Kimmy, thank you for rejoining us on Listen Well. You are, you've been a guest before. You talked about what show? Meridian. Meridian, and that was a while ago. That was last year already, right? <laughs> that was, yeah. It's been a minute. Well, uh, we're here with a special episode of Listen Well. We're going to preview... The 2019 summer, da, 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 da. Uh, which is already, which has already started, and uh, as we speak, uh, as we speak, as you listen, uh, the second show of the summer is already being written. But Kimmy, for our listeners who this is their very first episode of Listen Well, they have no idea what level is. What the heck are we doing this summer? We are writing original musicals. How many? 15. 15 musicals. Now, when you say we're writing 15 musicals, does that mean uh, a bunch of adults are writing a show to hand off to some students and they're going to perform it at the end of those three weeks? Like, what does that mean? That means, spoiler alert, no. Ooh. The students write it all. The staff is there to help guide and to, you know, sometimes give direction when we need it, but it comes from the students. So you're telling me that in just three weeks, a bunch of students, they sit in a circle, they come up with ideas, it transforms into a show with scenes, with dialogue, with music, with choreography, with fully designed elements of a show, and then it's performed? That is exactly what I'm telling you. Boy, that sounds like a really cool program. It's the best. It's the best. So, uh, obviously, we are both longtime staff members, both longtime students. We know all these things, but it's so important to understand just how much work comes from our incredible students and our staff in these summers. 15 original musicals around the world. It's not a summer camp. You're not handed a show that some some guys wrote a bunch of years ago. No, this is original content by young artists for young artists being performed, developed, all of that happening at once, and it's very exciting. 
So uh, as longtime Lovewell staff members and students, Kimmy, thinking back to when you were a student, what do you feel like our students today, what are those thoughts going through their mind those last couple of days before their workshop might start? What's, go what's going through the brain? What's going through the body? School just ended. What are sort of the things you remember getting excited about, looking forward to when you were a student? Well, the first day of Lovewell always felt like Christmas. <laughs> the night before Christmas, you don't sleep a wink. You are just thinking about what is to come. And you really have no idea what is coming. Um, who Who is involved in the workshops? Uh, you know, if one person wasn't there, it would be a completely different product. So it's always something brand new, um, whether you've done Lovewell 45 times or this is your first time doing Lovewell, it is always something new. So that is for sure what all of that um, nervous excitement um where that nervous excitement comes from. I also remember being like, hmm, what do I want to say? Mm -hmm. um, I would try to, whether I was exhausted from school ending, it would be like an extra push to either listen to new things, watch new things, get inspired by new things. Yes. Um, think about, um, you know, what made me feel inspired over the last year, you know, love well, is really mainly happening over the summer. So, you know, you have nine months in between of like, okay, I've just said all of this. What what do we want to say now? What has happened in the last nine months that we've become passionate about or something that has excited us? So I would start thinking about that so that the night before brainstorming, I had a little bit of a list to, um, to refer to. Yeah, I think that's such a a great thing to bring up that when we sit down to those brainstorming circles on the first day or the second day of the workshop, that's not when the creating starts. The creating starts those months beforehand when our students have those experiences in school and in life and when art affects them in some way, hopefully we're all writing those things down, those moments of inspiration down. When we hear a cool story on the radio, when we watch a movie that makes us excited, when we get to an, uh, an exciting chapter in our history book, all of that is fuel for that creative fire that happens this summer. I remember as a student, uh, and this continues still as a staff member, is uh, what consumes my mind is what am I going to eat that summer? <laughs> and I always uh, am like, this is the summer I'm going to eat healthy because you know, on top of all the stress of writing a musical, I need to like be consumed by what I'm going to eat while I'm writing that musical. And so that has not changed very much, is what will my diet be like um, during the level process. And I always start out with very high hopes that end in, in too many bottles of Mountain Dew by the end of it. But we're going to try some, we're going to, we're going to try to eat healthy again this summer. Going to do Whole30. Whole30. Kind round, of. Round two for me. Round 0.5 for Kimmy. I'll say 1.5. 1.5. We'll take 1.5. Thank you. All right. I'll give you a whole point. All right. Fine. Yeah. 0.75. <laughs> and now as a staff member, so you talked a little bit about what the, those days leading up to the workshop are like as a back when you were a student. How has that changed as a staff member? Is it more of the same? Uh, have some things different? What has your process been like leading up to the start of a workshop now that you're a staff member? It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of the same nervous excitement, like the night before Christmas feeling. Um, but as the director of the junior program, I spend a lot of time thinking about 
um, what are these young people thinking about? Uh, this past year, I was lucky enough to be a dance teacher. So I got to see uh, students age four to 13 mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. So I got to see what they were like at the beginning of the year, at the middle of the year, and then at the end of the year. I take note of that. I take that in. I know that a lot of, there's a lot of stress happening um, in schools right now with standardized testing and, and all of these things. So um, again, thinking of how, you know, Lovewell is not school. This is a time when, you know, yes, you can express yourself. Um, you will get to talk about anything you want to talk about. So there's not exactly rules and assignments. It's more like, how can we be creative together? So thinking about ways to make that fun, to make learning fun, um, how we all learn in different ways as well. Um, I know that if I'm listening to something, I also need to see it and I also need to be writing that down. And that's something different for everyone, especially as a young learner, you, you know, it, it's you want to try to vary the ways that you are explaining something. So um, one way might click for someone different than it clicks for another person. So thinking of how to inspire and how to explain in different ways. Um, and then also as a staff member, we have a lot of resources. We have um, a big, large, awesome Google Drive folder with <laughs> writing exercises and games and um, warm ups and like what to do when you just need like a five minute break. And I always read those over. Um, even though you think you have it all in your brain, sometimes um, just reading that list over again uh, really, really helps me uh, remember, <laughs> you know, what have I done in the past when we've hit a roadblock or what was like a really, really, really awesome game that everybody can participate in? Um, all of those reminders are, are very helpful and necessary when it comes to preparing for another Lovewell workshop. Yeah, so many of our staff members are educators or working artists or college students. And so um, they're not necessarily coming from a place of like, we did nothing creative for a year. Now we have to get those engines running again, we're all coming from these different types of creative places. And we're all sort of coming from a, an end to some something. And so those days leading up to the Lovewell process for a staff member can sort of feel like a decompression, a reflection, and then a call to action right away. And it's a pretty truncated amount of time for some of us. Some of us get a little longer to sort of think about those things. But it's I think every staff member asks themselves, okay, what did I learn this past year and how can I incorporate that into my Lovewell methodology? How can I bring that to this group of students? What are the new things that I've learned so I can bring something new to them? Because these students just spent a year in the school system learning a lot of stuff and the staff's at a disadvantage if they didn't spend a year learning a lot of stuff too, right? And so the students are going to come at us with something new this year, and we need to do the same thing. We can't keep doing it the exact same way. There's no one way to go through a Lovewell process, and we try and, as staff members, um, build systems that help us, that help us structure things. But at the end of the day, we have to be thinking on our feet. We have to be ready for whatever these students are going to throw at us, and you know, if, if what they're throwing at us is feudal Japan and we didn't spend this past year learning about feudal Japan in, in history class, we have to get ready to learn a lot about it in a short amount of time, right? Um, 
And so that, that's one of the things that excites me most is, is what are all these new things I've learned in this past year? How can I process them and then deliver them to the students and to the staff in a way that's accessible and helpful? And it's a lot of like trying on clothes at a store and sometimes things fit nicely and sometimes they don't. And you have to be willing to put those things back on the rack no matter how long you spent looking at that beautiful shirt or reading that book that didn't end up being really important to what you're doing this summer. But I'm excited about that. I think it's a fun challenge. So what does your Lovewell summer look like, Kimmy, as a staff member? I am super excited about my summer with Lovewell. Um, I will be directing the Junior Session 1 program in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Whoa. Very, very excited about that. And then after I get to do that, I am, for the first time ever, traveling to participate in our Lovewell Sweden program. So Excellent. I am flying across the ocean to Sweden where I am choreographing the teen program and a little bit of the junior program. Um, I've never been to Sweden. This will be my 11th summer with Lovewell and this is my first time getting over to Sweden. So I couldn't be more excited and grateful to have that opportunity um, and to get to see, you know, a whole different side of this wonderful program. Excellent. I'm so happy you're going to get to go to Sweden for the first time. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, you'll get to have a lot of fun over there uh, choreographing. I think the students are going to get to have a lot of fun working with you. It's a nice, big workshop over there. It's going to be a nice balance for you, I think, to go from a junior program to a team program in another country. It's going to be it's going to be huge. Very exciting. You know, one of the biggest things, too, is in Lovewell, Fort Lauderdale, we have to wear closed-toed shoes. <laughs> and uh, I hear in Sweden, you're barefoot most of the time. So I I'm, I'm really excited about that. What about your Lovewell summer, Tyler? So my Lovewell summer has already started. Uh, last week, I was in Hoxie, Kansas, with some other Lovewell staff members, kicking off the 2019 season. We wrote a really cool show called Soul Responsibility, an original musical, and we'll tell you a little more about that in just a second. Um, we had a great week in Kansas. It was the first of six week-long workshops that we'll be having in uh, Northwest Kansas this summer. It's our second year back in Northwest Kansas, thanks to our wonderful artistic and executive director, Carrie Gilchrist, and the Dangy Hansen Foundation, who um, they all work together to bring Lovewell back to Kansas, and um, it's gonna be a really exciting time. Last summer, the four musicals that came out of Kansas, I thought were absolutely wonderful and unique and different, and I was very lucky to be in Kansas last year to start things off and I was fortunate enough to be back in Kansas this year to start things off. So I already got one under the belt in Hoxie, Kansas. Then I'll be directing the first teen session in Fort Lauderdale, Florida this summer. Then I'll be directing the second junior session in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm going back with the juniors. Uh, for the first time in a couple of years since uh, Tegan's Toys. Then I'll be closing out my summer back in Kansas, in Salina, Kansas, to close out the Kansas workshops in August. So, so exciting. So uh, what are some of the things, you've gotten to work with a lot of students in this past year, uh, younger students than perhaps you have um, in, in recent years, and I've gotten to work with a lot of students, but you've also gotten to work with a lot of adults, and uh, what sort of uh, things do you suspect our students might be interested in this summer? This is always a, a fun game to play as Lovewell staff members, 
members of trying to guess what the students might be interested in. And in the history of Lovewell, no staff member has ever been correct. So uh, <laughs> this this really is just, um, you know, we're, we're rolling the dice here and it, no matter what number we get, we will be wrong. So we're playing a losing game here, but what sort of things do you think students might be interested in this summer? So I've thought about this thinking back, you know, past brainstorming circles. What's something that is like the first thing that these young artists are saying, you know, the first bullet on their list. Um, I was thinking about the movies that came out this year mm. and the most recent one being Endgame, the Avengers Ooh. Endgame. So we're writing Avengers Endgame, the, the musical, musical, pretty much in outer space. There's going to be a lot of superheroes. I'm big thinking battles. adventures, superhero right. um, battles, maybe like the joining together of a lot of different series. Okay. Serieses. 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 Um, that's kind of where my mind is I right like now. That. Uh, that and or the bringing to life of inanimate objects. Toy Story Four is Ooh, coming out that in is June. Correct. Though maybe that might be a session two thing. Maybe once um, it's a little more on the mind. Once it's a little more on the mind, but I foresee or predict a lot of talk about adventure, a lot of talk about superheroes, maybe saving the world. I mean. Who better than to write a musical about saving the world than these people right now? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's their world to save because, you know, our generation and the generations above us certainly will not be saving <laughs> it anytime soon. Um, I love those guesses. I think that's great. Uh, I, what about you? Well, I always hope that we're going to write that prehistoric musical. Yeah. I have long had the idea of writing the first ever musical. And thank you. Thank you, Snaps. And... Uh, you know, just as I, every time I can finally start getting students' ears and like getting them excited about that idea, they graduate. So uh, <laughs> that'll never happen, but uh, I'm always holding. Never say never. Yeah, never say never. Everything is possible. Everything is possible, but I'm always, I'm always hoping um, for that. But uh, I also had the idea that because of things like the the Firefest documentaries Ooh, yeah. that um, a musical about like a fake music festival could be kind of funny. That would be really um, funny. But, you know, those are things that interest me. It could Does, also be very serious, yeah, too. Very serious music festival fraudulent musical. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 wonder, I wonder all the time about, you know, things that I'm interested in and the things that young people are interested in because certainly the things that affect them affect us differently and the things that affect us affect them differently. But, you know, what, even when I'm wrong, which I always am, uh, always excited about what they have to say. And uh, I think it always brings a lot of light to not only their lives, but I think the lives of others. And um, I think that's why these these shows resonate so much with audience members and with those students that created them long after they created them. We have a lot of students this summer, especially in Fort Lauderdale, who are new to uh, Lovewell workshops, but they've been coming to see our shows in past summers, or they work closely with the students who have been our longtime students. And so I'm really excited to get uh, fans of Lovewell to come do Lovewell for the very first time. I think that it's been a while since we've sort of had that dynamic, and I think that's going to be a pretty rewarding experience. Okay, Kimmy, so let's say I am a fan, and I want to check out these 15 musicals that we're writing this summer. I, I've, I've already missed one, right? Uh, if I'm listening to this uh, on Thursday, June 6th, I have the chance to catch 
the next one tomorrow night in Phillipsburg. But if I'm listening past that, um, I might not be able to have seen it. Unless you, you know, log on to our Facebook page or our Instagram and find the link for the live stream. Ooh, excellent. So they bring up a great point there. So throughout these 15 shows this summer, when possible, they will be live streamed through our Lovewell Facebook page. And those live streams don't go away if you miss it. It's not like you have to be there in the moment live. Um, they will be live streamed when possible, and you'll be able to tune in as it happens or uh, the next day, whenever it's easiest for you. And all those shows will also be videotaped when possible, and they'll be put up on our Lovewell Vimeo page. So there are lots of chances to see our shows, whether you are in town for them, whether you are uh, out of the country, if you're in a different part of the world, there are lots of chances to see these shows. And so we're going to recap all the different shows you're going to get to see this summer. Check out our Lovewell newsletter, check out the Lovewell Facebook page, all this information is there so you won't miss a show. And all of these times that we're going to give you here, they are local workshop time. Okay, that does not mean they are the time in your time zone, right? So always check our Facebook page the day of the show to make sure uh, and see when it actually starts in your time zone. The first show of the summer was in Hoxie, Kansas last week. It was Soul Responsibility, an original musical. It opened June 1st, and here's the synopsis of that show. The year is 1959. The town is McCoy, Kansas, where the Wildeman Theater is the cultural centerpiece. But when the final bow of their latest musical ends in tragedy, the theater is closed as the community mourns. Sixty years later, a group of teens break into the abandoned theater and become determined to bring it back to life to show the town the impact the arts can still have. The only problem? The teens soon begin to suspect that the theater is haunted. And after recruiting a Hollywood medium to help, they learn that ghosts are just the beginning of the mystery on hand in sole responsibility in original musicals. That's what we wrote in Hoxie last week. You can go to the Lovewell Facebook page right now. You can watch the live stream of it, listen to the songs, enjoy the story. It's fantastic. Get in the car and drive to Phillipsburg, Kansas, where you will see, on June 7th, the world premiere of Mall of Olympus, a mythological musical. <laughs> Here is the synopsis of the Mall of Olympus. The infamous Greek gods of Mount Olympus live high and mighty in their cloudy keep, throwing thunderbolts and shade at anyone who questions their omnipotent reign. When a jealous witch casts an ancient curse, the almighty gods are blasted down to earth, stripped of their powers, and doomed to work nine to five jobs in the various stores of a sleepy American mall. With the help of their human co-workers, will the gods be able to retake their throne in the sky? Find out in Mall of Olympus, a mythological musical. Excellent. So if you are listening today on Thursday, June the 6th, this show is tomorrow. If you are listening on June 7th, you can watch the show tonight. If you're listening after June 7th, again, just head to our Facebook page and you'll be able to see the live stream of that show. You can also find some behind the scenes interviews on our Facebook page. You can really get caught up. The incredible people in Northwest Kansas, that community has come together to support these shows in a big way. 
whether it's a newspaper article, uh, an interview. So be sure to go check all that stuff out. Now let's take a look at the rest of the summer. We don't have synopses for the rest of these shows because they haven't even started being written yet. Up next, we'll be in Russell, Kansas. Uh, that show will open on June 14th at seven o'clock. So be sure to catch the live stream then. One week later in Goodland, Kansas on June 21st at seven. Then we'll be in Concordia, Kansas on June 28th. And again, that show is at seven o'clock. That same weekend, we'll be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on June 27th, 28th, and 29th at 7.30 p.m. for our teen musical. And then our junior shows are gonna be on June 28th and June 29th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And shows on both of those days are at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Then all the way over in Loma, Sweden, that same weekend, June 28th and June 29th at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. That means on June 28th, one, two, three, four Lovewell shows will be performed at once on the same day. It's gonna be very exciting. Then we'll be taking a very, very short break before Columbus, Ohio with our friends at Short North Stage. Their team program has shows on July 19th and July 20th at 8 p.m. Then also on July 19th and July 20th over in Oskarsham, Sweden, the junior show will be premiering at 7 p.m. and 2 p.m. And then we'll be back in Fort Lauderdale, Florida for our teen and junior programs. Our teen programs, second session dates are July 25th, July 26th, and July 27th at 7.30 p.m. And our juniors will be performing on the 26th and the 27th at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Then it's back to Oskarsham, Sweden for our teen program on July 26th and July 27th at 7 p.m. So that's three shows on the same day around the world. Very, very exciting. And then we'll be in Salina, Kansas, wrapping up our summer in Kansas, back where it all began on August 3rd is when that show will be. That'll be a team program at seven o'clock. And our final workshop of the summer will take place in New York, New York. It is a partnership with TheaterWorks USA. That'll be a team workshop. The show premieres August 16th at 8 p.m. Excellent. And for just about every one of these workshops, there are spots still available. There's only a couple where we are at capacity, where we have a waiting list. So if you're listening and you're thinking, oh no, I didn't sign up. Well, there's most likely still time to do so. So we would love for you to join. Maybe you'll come out and catch a first session Fort Lauderdale show. And you might think to yourself, all right, I got to get in on that action. You can get in on that action. So uh, just head to our website, www.lovewell.org apply for more information. So Kimmy, we're going to wrap things up here at Lovewell. One of the reasons that all of this works is, of course, the seven affirmations, right? Uh, every workshop around the world, uh, every level, whether you're junior, teen, whether you're in Kansas, Ohio, New York, Florida, or Sweden, we all have our seven affirmations. And that's what helps us get through the summer. And so my last question for you is for this summer, you, Kimmy, you alone, outside of those seven affirmations that help make this all work, what is your personal affirmation for this summer? What is going to be that one phrase you keep saying to yourself that's going to help motivate you and focus you and, and keep you on task when the craziness begins? I think my personal affirmation this summer 
is to just go at the flow. Uh, you know, take a breath, keep going. Um, everything will always work itself out. So I'm just going to constantly remind myself to go with the flow. Love it. So that's Kimmy's eighth secret affirmation for the summer outside of the OG7. What's your secret affirmation, Tyler? Uh, I'm going to say that my personal affirmation for the summer, my number eight, my my one that I'm going to keep focusing on is choose your own adventure. Hmm. And I'm going to keep that in mind as we go through this process. I'm going to keep asking students and staff to keep that in mind that uh, this incredible Lovewell process is what you make of it. And you get to choose your own adventure. You get to choose your path through this these different stories that we're gonna create. You determine what you do, how you do it, and you determine your attitude through this journey as well. It's it's more than just what do you do, it's how do you do it. And I'm I'm gonna when I can, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the the tricky path when I can, because I think that's a little that's pretty fun. It might be a little more fun than the safe path, but I'm always going to try and choose the, the kind path and the fair one and the one that gets us all to where we're going the best way that we can. Thanks so much for joining us for this summer 2019 recap. Kimmy, thank you for joining us. Thank on you Listen for having well. me. We're going to go on a little hiatus in Listen Well land. We got some musicals to write, but we'll be back at the end of the summer to recap all of the fun. Until then, happy, happy writing! writing. Thank you all for joining us for tonight's special episode of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. Special thanks again to Kimmy for joining us at Lovewell HQ for our great conversation. Be sure to subscribe and we will save your seat for next time. Enjoy your summer, everybody. We'll be seeing you in just a few months. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night. (laughs) 